0: Okay, we're we're now recording. Oh shit! Just copying
1: myself.
0: <laughs> oh, no. That's a
1: that's a that's health a... and safety issue. Yeah. Oh.
0: We need someone. We haven't got any staff, have we? So we can't get them to come in and hand
1: me a drink. Yeah, this all has to be done manually, doesn't yeah.
0: it? Yeah. Yeah, we're on a bit of a shoestring, <clears> already,
1: really. I wonder if I can claim sort of uh, insurance off that.
0: What? You're going to try and sue me?
1: I might sue myself. Can you sit? <laughs> no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, if, yeah. Have we have we got any? Uh,
0: no, we, we have No, that's Insurance
1: on this? We haven't. It could be, you know, what if there's like a, I don't know, like a, a fire or something? What do we do in, in the event um, of fire?
0: We we move to the appropriate exits. Oh, okay uh assemble
1: wonder if we're co- covered for that yeah for uh, third party fire and theft
0: um <clears throat> the third party
1: yeah it's a very basic cover i think we've got so yeah. we probably just have to just grin and bear it probably doesn't cover it. spillages does it no i've okay. got contents insurance i think if that's any help
0: i think if you look at clause 56 it says doesn't cover spillages
1: Spilling coffee in itself
0: of any any spillages of any kind.
1: Any, any fluid that's spilt during yeah. a po- podcast. Yeah. We can't sue McDonald's or that woman did for tipping hot coffee over her lap. No. It's no a shame. Um, Never mind. If we was were in... to get some get some money out of these bloody podcasts for Christ's sake, I mean, I know. That's not, somebody, do
0: someone should give us something, shouldn't they?
1: Yeah, we should benefit from this, for, you know, somehow.
0: I mean, we we've, we've now got ten listeners apparently. Ten. Yeah.
1: And do we not count us to not count
0: oh uh, yeah we might count
1: it might, it might count us
0: okay <laughs> i
1: think andy lund i think andy lund and to name check him again i think he listens right well i'm going to name him again because i texted him today and said once i figure out how to um upload zoom as on, on my phone because mm. i think that's the only way we're going to do
0: it well no apparently you can, <laughs> okay. you can you can do like a i was looking it up yesterday and well, you can do a, like a conference call on Android, so.
1: Oh, okay. Well, perhaps we should look um, into that. Really. Yeah, but he's a busy he's a busy man though. He's in demand. Oh, okay. So yeah, we we have to sort of uh have to pick our pick our day. Uh,
0: yeah, I know he, he watches a lot of films.
1: Yeah, I think he might do a lot of podcasts himself, or or whatever. He's he's you know like I say he's he's a, he's in demand. Yeah. And well so what's podcast number is this um what are we on at the moment <clears throat>
0: well, in total
1: well i well, sorry not the lockdowns because um,
0: i think this might be six
1: is this the six of the locks the lockdown Lock stock looking two smoking barrels yeah yeah well, and lo- locked and loaded <laughs> Well, the,
0: the lockdown sort of eased a bit, hasn't it? I think everyone thinks it's all over now.
1: Well, since Dominic Cummings has done his uh, yeah, 200-mile yeah. round trip or whatever.
0: Yeah, maybe this is part of his master plan, <laughs> just to get everyone <laughs> back to work. I
1: was just thinking, because like, he doesn't... Um, I mean, this, we're going off a tangent here, and everyone who doesn't know who Dominic Cummings is in, he's, what is his actual... Classification. What is his title?
0: Special advisor to Special Boris Johnson.
1: Advisor. That's what it says on his name badge, does it, when he goes to the to the Tory conference party?
0: Yeah, just underneath cunt.
1: Yeah, exactly. Special Yeah, I reckon. He, I was thinking that I, exactly the same thing that you just said there. It's just a ploy because he doesn't give a shit. He's like a sort of, you know, uh, sort of um, anarchic. What did he call it? What, what was Neil in the young ones? I don't know what he was. uh Proto anarchist or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He probably just thought, ah fuck it, I don't have to follow the rules.
0: Yeah. Well that's basically so, what he said, isn't he? Like he doesn't give a shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, basically. So why should he why should he adhere to the uh, to the lockdown?
0: Yeah. But he's he's part of the problem, not the solution, isn't he?
1: That's yeah. it. Well I thought to myself, someone's someone's you know, again it's Facebook, so it could be could be all lies and damn lies. But someone said, um, and I thought this as well, like, surely, surely he's got a nanny or someone close by mm. or, or an aide or a, whatever they have, these people. Yeah. He didn't have to drive all that way to Durham, did he, from from, from London, no, no. From Westminster? Surely there's people around him. And someone put that, apparently, yeah, his sister lives not that far away in London somewhere. Oh, right. So why didn't he dump the kid on her if someone was in or whatever?
0: Mm. <laughs> so was it is. It was his wife, wasn't it? Who
1: I think it was his wife who was ill, wasn't he? And, and they worried about the, the the child. I don't know how many he's got, mm. or how old this child is. I think but, um... quite young, maybe five, really? five, four, five, yeah, possibly. Mm. Okay, so, but surely, surely it's more dangerous to drive all that. You know, potentially more dangerous to drive all that way.
0: Yeah, well, most other families with one person don't the the person would just self isolate in one room and yeah. the rest the rest of the people could stay in the house but you know they would have to just be careful
1: well uh, yeah I mean if you think about it, statistically I know there's less traffic on the roads well I don't know everyone seems to go to the seaside so maybe not but um, yeah you know, statistically you could be involved in a car crash mm. or you could you know you could sort of be infected from someone else couldn't you so
2: yeah
1: that seems like a bit of a feeble excuse that um they had to go all that way to yeah. protect the child yeah just, just a lot of politics you know? anyway a bit of politics to start with. Well, actually having said that <laughs> i know like our usual um stream of consciousness stuff It doesn't really have a structure but there, there is there will be some i was thinking about what to talk to <laughs> talk about sorry i was i was thinking about talking to you but I was what to talk about the subject matter and um, so um, politics, not of any uh, obviously party political
2: mm. uh,
1: kind, but there is, um, I've been, which I touched upon with you um, uh, earlier, I didn't touch him earlier because that's at the moment illegal.
2: Well um, we.
1: Well, it's probably illegal at the best of times.
0: Unless you've got like Mr Tickle Hands, uh, you know. That yeah be it'd be, really it'd be a
1: long distance to reach wouldn't it?
0: From, what was it, the Fantastic Four
1: yeah. Or, or um, what is it, um, Inspector Gadget? Yeah.
2: Um,
1: but yes, I've been I've, I've fallen again down the rabbit hole of um, YouTube and social media. So that's what I was thinking all the uh, which we sort of semi-discussed earlier, but not in a podcast way. Mm. Um, but if I thought I'd flesh it out a bit,
0: what's it, what's I, it like I, down the,
1: <clears throat> the old rabbit hole these days? It's um, it's wild. Yeah. There's so much, there's so much out there. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of it's trash. A lot yeah. of it is entitled um, sort of man babies, which I'm, I want to sort of get onto. Right, okay. Toxic Toxic fandom. Oh, all right. Because uh, what, what I've been doing, is I, I've been thinking like, um, or I was sort of researching, I guess, other, other podcast strokes, podcast stroke vloggers. Mm. And what what their sort of um what their, their, their house style is, if you if you like. And it seems at the moment anger is very popular. All right. Anger is very. If you're irate, if you're if you're railing against someone, that's always that's always good for viewers. Yeah. Perhaps we need to raise we need we need to raise our voice a bit and, and, and sort of rail against. I'm
0: Angry about anything.
1: Ah uh, well, well, I think Disney's always a good one to chat, to chat about, right? And how they've raped the Star Wars saga. Yeah, and there's... I won't mention any names, but I, I but, but you know, I, I imagine people in Spodcastland know these 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 individuals. They probably watch them as well. So I
0: think they are probably a satanic cult,
1: Disney. Oh yeah, yeah, but I just think it's. But what amuses me is just what I guess. I'm. not even really. <clears throat> I'm not even really thinking about Disney or like or you know the actual fan base of the of the sort of franchise. I'm more. I'm more looking at the psychology of of these people who. I mean, there's so many of them. There's so many channels. I mean, basically they are all kind of similar kind of people just shouting at the screen about um, you know uh, politically correctness and mm. wokeness. And it, and it, it just, I, I think, well, obviously they get viewers because, you know, I'll, I'll, you look at the the sort of, the, the, the viewers that these people get and they do get a lot. So obviously it does connect with an audience. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm hypocritical because I'm watching it as well. So I'm, I'm kind of watching it from a sort of, I guess, postmodernist angle or whatever, I don't know.
2: Hmm.
1: Or, or um, pre-modernist as well, <laughs> fuckers. <laughs> i just find it quite amusing because it's like really you know i just think how much energy these individuals spend on berating these you know untouchable organizations
0: yeah yeah what is the
1: kind of what is the point yeah couldn't you channel that i mean i guess the point is to sell t-shirts and and get youtube money from youtube and get people to sponsor your patreon account i guess oh,
0: yeah At the end that, of the back, also... it all yeah. comes down to money doesn't
1: it i think it does i think then i don't even think they're particularly taking a moral a moral high ground because i think it is kind of they are looking they're looking to for it to benefit them aren't they really mm. so it's just interesting like and i think that's <clears throat> i've noticed that getting to especially with the lockdown because obviously a lot more people are there's, there's, they're confined mm. to their bedrooms so and they're probably even more irate. So there seems to be, a, it seems to have notched up a level. Okay. Because um, another, another thing I've, I've, um, I've been sort of viewing with sort of casual interest is about the, um, and I don't really know the ins and outs of the, of the comic book industry in like America. <laughs> and I've only really learned little bits about it by watching these. sort of youtube videos but by all accounts it was a monopoly and the company um that basically distributed comic books there was like just like one company diamond they're called diamond distribution
2: right
1: and and for whatever reason well i guess the fact that the postal services weren't working in particular um territories Mm. they basically completely shut up shop and supplied no comics to comic shops all right But effectively, you know, uh, I can understand it would it would cause consternation and anger with a lot of comic shops because they've got they've got no product to sell.
2: Mm.
1: You know, they can't sell anything. What are they? How are they going to stay in business? So there is that.
0: They can't. Well, they can't. In this country anyway, they can't open their. They can't
1: open. But even mail order. Yeah. You know, even they couldn't even do that because there was no. There literally was no product to sell. Um, because Diamond shut up shop and apparently yeah. by accounts they're in huge debt now like they were all it was all basically um, borrowed money that they were operating right. on so, so there's now the um, <clears throat> there's now the possibility that the, the comic book industry is just going to implode now and
0: well I think you know, a lot of in- industries are probably using the same model aren't they where they're running on uh, yeah nothing really
1: running on nothing just yeah running on borrowed money from- yeah yeah. It's not a sustainable business model, I guess, is it
0: we really? Are. It's like we were talking a few episodes back about Cineworld, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah well yes yeah, exactly the they're, same.
0: They're apparently the same, you know, they're they're it's in exactly massive debt. And you know, will they ever recover?
1: Yeah, because they just keep debt upon debt now, haven't
0: they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So things are gonna change. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely are. <laughs> But there was that. And then, I mean, that's quite interesting. So, yeah, I I, I really sense a a sort of heightened, um, almost hysterical uh, sort of rage against, not against the machine, but although they're getting back together, aren't they again, apparently? Are they? Apparently. But there is a rage against, you know, just corporations and corporate, Mm. you know, entities. Yeah. But they, but they do seem to be there. They are the ones that get all the. They are the ones that get all the viewings and all the listens. It like right. it is a real right. Yeah, probably Bill Hicks would say that's a really good. That's a really good angle. Mm. Really going good that. What did he used to say? He... That's a great market. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the sort of uh, enraged white, yeah, uh, nerd male. <laughs> it's a good market. <laughs> to go
0: for. Yeah. So, is has that, is that caused the rage it, to build in you, watching all these...?
1: Uh, yeah, I think I probably get sort of, sort of yeah, residual rage. Yeah. That's... I'm not sure what to be angry at though. I'm, I've kind of got I've got a confused rage, because I'm a bit angry with them being angry.
2: Mm.
1: And I'm, I'm equally angry at what they're, dis, you know, the, the subjects of their rage. So, I'm like, it's, it's kind of passing on the rage. Right and redirecting it
0: yeah re- residual rage do you think got
1: re- i've, got, I've a got residual rage yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think this will be an, a phenomenon
0: is there is there an ointment for that or something
1: probably yeah. yeah i might have to go to the gp when they open again it sounds, or they are open.
0: It sounds quite nasty
1: no, i should go to a and e and say I, I, I think i've got residual rage yeah have you got anything for it they might just say take two coffin and go home and have a have a sleep. Yeah, probably. Before or you, or, you know, run, run it off.
0: What are you doing in A and
1: E when there's a there's a pandemic on? Yeah. You've got What that will make them angry? Yeah. <laughs> <So it'll> just, <laughs> that's it'll how just...
0: that's how the residual
2: rage spreads.
1: <laughs> it will just perpetuate. The, the, it's like you know, like 28 days later, when it? it's like it's just everyone's going to be raged up. That, that film is probably far more prophetic. Than they
2: than
1: they ever knew at the time. Yeah. Because that was the rage, wasn't it? I mean, I know they were kind of like proto zombies, but really it was just really they were really raged up people, weren't they? They just wanted to hmm. smash things.
0: I quite that that'd make quite a good film, residual rage.
1: Well, we should we should sort of that's that could, we need to sort of copyright that, don't yeah, we? Sounds people. like a,
0: it could be a. Uh, a death metal band as well couldn't
1: it yeah i could yeah that'd be a great hardcore yeah we're in residual rage yeah i can see it all now well you could do the whole thing you've got the band the music the t-shirt the spin-off movie the comic book just cover all the all your bases
0: yeah i like it Mill. i think we've well you've you've got this residual
1: rage.
0: i hope i hope it's not you know terminal
1: terminal residual rage
0: (laughs) That's the first album.
1: <laughs> yeah, the residual rage terminal. <laughs> it's, it's all coming together now, isn't it? Mm. But, um, so yeah, that's that's something I've been, um, just like, it's, it is quite a fascinating uh, YouTube. It's, it's really coming to its own, I think, uh, within the last few years, maybe, because it used to be quite dull, didn't it? Mm. And there wasn't, you know, there was a few nerds on there, or geeks just talking about, oh, I bought this, I bought this DVD the other day, but now it's like quite um, it's really? quite a lot of f- fairly high quality, you know, the way it's done mm. content.
0: Yeah, well, there is still a lot of money to be made in in YouTube, isn't there? And...
1: Apparently so. Yeah. Apparently so. Yeah. I was, just... I, was even, I was even reading about some guy. I mean, I'm not naming any names or anything, but basically he was doing um he was doing podcast uh vlogging i guess what you want to call it or like mm. like film reviews and commentaries kind of like some of the stuff like we've done mm. but he's gone back and re-recorded it with someone else all
2: oh, right
1: <laughs> so he's going back back through all the back catalogue of um commentaries movie commentaries and, and he's got someone else in to do it now okay. so the, the person who he used to do it with is really uh been quite dejected and and uh
0: you what, know
1: re- redoing the whole the same. Oh, I, don't know. I don't know if he's redoing all of them but he's oh, redone a few apparently with a new person all oh, right it's, kind of like being, it's like being jilted isn't it
2: yeah yeah
1: it's like split i mean if you ever like that's the thing now if, if if i ever if you ever put another one on another podcast and you use someone else it is like being cheated on isn't yeah.
2: it yeah
1: yeah he's probably got residual rage as well <laughs> <laughs> well he must have because he posted that he was pissed off about it on the internet so <laughs> He obviously has got residual rage. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it is a bit, oh, oh, he's found someone new, has he? Someone funnier, but younger, cool. maybe.
0: That's, yeah, so...
1: It's a risk, isn't it? It's a risk. It is.
0: I'm, I'm feeling and a bit dubious about getting Andy Lunn on here now, though,
1: because... Well, yeah, it's like that's kind of like a threesome, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the equivalent of... You know, yeah, know, who, who, who goes first? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I don't want to think about that.
1: <laughs> it's like, you know, yeah, it's, I, I don't know, it feeds into all our different personalities, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm maybe you're a bit more tentative and you know, I'm, I'm a bit right. more assertive. Yeah. So there might be a bit of rough and tumble, a bit of, <laughs> <you're tucking. laughs> I don't
2: know. Oh.
1: But, but yeah so it could be it could be it's like it could be like a threesome where you know it, it ends up being a, like a really big mistake and you yeah. regret it in the morning <laughs> 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 like wife swapping uh-huh. or putting your keys in the in the fruit bowl yeah
0: i've yeah i've never done any of those things I'm...
1: <laughs> <laughs> no 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 just to, you know just to emphasize yeah
0: so yeah we not, should probably uh, not with you or Andy Lun or anyone else
1: no, well, not not knowingly or not I like, remember anyway no I mean the, the night is, is a bit of a blur but I'm pretty sure I remember that
2: yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> oh dear but maybe we should like maybe we need to discuss like eyes wide shut or something appropriate
0: yeah <laughs> yeah that'd be a good one
1: well yeah while, while it's getting a little bit sort of a bit it's a bit heated and a bit uh, yeah a bit Amorous. Mm. Um, this is another thing that I because obviously, like I was, what what YouTube has kind of suggested to me is I know we're talking about going back to the nineties or whatever. Weren't we? I mean, I think in the previous one or the one before yeah. how this lockdown has kind of made us reminisce and nostalgic for that for that time for some unknown reason. Probably did you know because of uh, the 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 haircuts, the uh, ever increasing yeah. Um, curtains
0: that are grain. yeah it is a bit like the land the land that time forgot at the moment isn't it
1: the world it is but i've been sort of um another youtube uh, te- uh reviewer of movies or um kind of a nostalgic look back he looks back at i can't think of his name now i think he's called minty he's he's an aussie guy right
2: it's
1: worth watching he's quite you know he, he's you know he's he's got a good style um but he was reviewing um and when we were talking about, weren't we, the other day when you came over, and we and we did obviously observe two meters yep. social distancing before people, um, you know, complain. Um, we were we were talking about so I'm bad at murder, weren't we? Um. Well, I was talking no. to Stuart about that.
0: No, we can talk about that.
1: Well, we can because it's not actually about that. No, sorry, it was Stuart who I also observed team meters social distancing with before people get upset. Um, I, I, because basically, um, out there in Spodlands you know, I was talking to you about this though. Our friend Stuart, who's not a, a spodder, he's a nerd though, isn't he?
0: Yeah, um, he is. Yeah, he, he dresses up
1: as a stormtrooper. He used to. I don't know if he still does. He got the costume, so technically, he's probably more. If it's based upon um, sort of monetary outlay, he's probably more of a nerd than us because I think he said that cost about six grand that really something. something like that. say I mean I may be I might have yeah, i I may have got that wrong. But a lot. It was a lot of money anyway. It obviously had a lot more disposable income then. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but but it, because it was from proper it was from actual moulds from the, what, what Lucasfilm used, you know, right, from, right. from the movies. I mean, I don't think they were, like, authorised. They weren't official.
2: Mm.
1: But someone, obviously, who, I guess, worked in the workshop at Pinewood probably, you know, kept some moulds and
2: yeah,
1: made a little, you know, little side industry out of it. Which I, I seem to remember reading about that Lucasfilm shut that all down because that was, like, a little cottage industry going on. Right. People were selling counterfeit you know, costumes and stuff. Mm. Um, so yeah, but I mean, it wasn't, yeah. So technically he probably is quite a nerd, but he also looks very much like, um, a. I was going to say young, but he's catching, he's probably catching it up now, <laughs> but a, a really, you know, a slightly younger Donald Pleasance.
0: He does, yeah, he,
1: yeah. He does and, and when he turned up, he said, um, but this well, that's what we were talking about. Because I, I think I discussed with you, I said, um, "Well, they're doing another couple of Halloween films, aren't they?" So um, really? I, yeah, there's one out. Well, it's been postponed, I think, at the moment because um, obviously the, the coronavirus. <coughs> but um, I follow Jamie Lee Curtis on Twitter and stuff. Hmm. And, um, and I thought, oh, send her a picture of Stu because apparently <laughs> this film is going to feature flashbacks of right. Dr. Loomis, who in the movie was played by Donald Pleasance. Hmm. Stuart really does look like Donald Pleasance. People yeah. out there who think, oh, he looks a little bit like him. No, he does look like Donald Pleasance. Yeah, he does. Um, he doesn't just look at, and, and a bit like Vladimir Putin as well. <laughs> Do think Donald Pleasance, you know, cross between Vladimir Putin and yeah. Donald Pleasance. yeah. <laughs> And uh, that's true. I mean, yeah, but you can definitely pull off a, a young Donald Pleasance. I mean, I don't even put that sounds wrong, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to think about him pulling off a young Donald Pleasance. That'd be no. It's, a, it's got a nasty image in my mind there. Right. Yeah.
0: He he could if he.
1: That's, that's a bit like William Shatner fighting William Shatner in um, in the Star Trek series. Yeah, yeah.
2: Right?
1: We kissed himself in um. I think it's the Undiscovered Country. Oh, did he? Yeah, because um, there's an alien in it who was played by Imam, you know, Bowie's yeah. wife. So technically didn't kiss himself because she's like a shapeshifter and, oh, okay. she, and she changed into him.
0: While he was going in for the kiss.
1: Yes, yes, yes that's exactly what happens. Yes. Yeah. So Because I guess by touch, if you touch lips, then she can absorb ah right and whatever and and can morph into him i guess yeah so then there's the 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 old gag of i think bones has got to shoot one of them and he doesn't know which one's which right and they make a joke about um the fact that um obviously kirk had always wanted to kiss himself anyway yeah that joke so that is vanity
2: yeah
1: but anyway that's getting off the subject a bit but anyway so yeah so Stu said oh i i I said to Stu, you should you should go to Forget about dressing up as a stormtrooper, because no one knows who the, who the fuck you are as a stormtrooper, do they? You can be anybody. Hmm. said, so you should start cosplaying, um, you know, Dr. Loomis. Yeah. And then that would be much better, because A, people can see you, and, and um, well, it's a really cheap bloody costume, isn't it? Because I think he just wore, like, a Mac in that.
0: Yeah. yeah, he did, yeah.
1: So you haven't got to spend loads of money on a costume.
0: No, he doesn't need makeup or anything. No. He's ready to go.
1: He's he's good to go. He's 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 all he's all there. I don't know why I hadn't done it years ago.
2: Yeah.
1: So anyway, that's I did put that suggestion out there. And did, um, but what do we talking? Did, anyway, did so Jamie, I did, Jamie Curtis, yeah. that was what I, was I sent a picture of Stuart to Jamie Lee Curtis, which you obviously should probably ignore them probably oh. block me, any but anyway. Um so I married an axe murderer. Yes, sorry, getting off the bean track there. So yes, not so I married an axe murderer, although of the same of the same era. Mm. i I'm going through a bit of um, a bit of a Christina Applegate
2: okay. thing at the moment. Yeah. I don't
1: know about you, but I had a bit of a crush on her, um Yeah in the I did. Would it late eighties?
2: Yeah.
1: When she was on Married with Children.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she was pretty
1: damn hot in that, wasn't she? She was pretty damn hot. And um, and then, um, and, um, because I've been watching her in a thing on Netflix called Dead to Me, which is also very good. Right. Which I recommend. I think, is it the second series? Yeah, second series. Um, I binged oh, a I few think, weeks back.
0: I think we might have watched.
1: I think we watched one episode together yeah. Yeah. before the lockdown. <laughs> um, but I'd watched all of them previously, of series one. And series two is just, uh, it's, it came out about a month ago, I think. Mm. And, it, and she does show what a great comedic actress she is.
2: Right.
1: But but, but you know, um, for those who've not watched Dead to Me, it's kind of a it's kind of a, um a what they call them dramedy? Is that what they call them? Not a dromedary. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a comedy drama. Yeah. So yeah, whatever that word is, whatever they use these with,
0: days. We'll stick with dramedy. I
1: like that. we stick with a dramedy. yeah see it. But, but, you know, and she's very good at doing the comedy and the drama. So, um, and, you know, I always thought she was good in Married Children. But the point being with with Minty, this guy who reviews movies, Hmm. like sort of goes through old sort of forgotten um, semi-classics, I guess, or cult films, I guess. Yeah. do you ever remember seeing, which which is another thing I found out also, unbelievably, they're thinking, I know they're thinking of remaking everything, but they're thinking of remaking this film, apparently. Right. And do you ever remember watching um, Don't Tell Mom, as they say in America, The Babysitter's Dead?
0: Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying yeah. to think. I knew I knew you meant that film.
1: You knew where I was going with this. Yeah, yeah. thought.
0: Yeah, I, I can only vaguely remember it um yeah you'll have to fill in a few blanks for me
1: well i think the only i mean okay so this guy does go into the plot but i do remember i did remember the basic plot anyway i didn't remember all of it it is it is a bit home alone home alone like as in um or home alone-esque in the um, i think the basic premise is um her mother and her boyfriend go on holiday and basically leave her to the, she's like the eldest right kid in the family, yeah. Christina Rapidate's character. And they leave her to sort of look after the place while she's gone. But before they go, they've employed like a, a babysitter,
2: yeah. Just
1: to like, you know, keep them in line, I guess. And she's like an old, quite um draconian, sort of strict yeah. you know, um, babysitter. She's quite old and she dies while they're well she's babysitting basically
0: because
1: <clears throat> she's old i think she just kills over as so a heart attack
0: just natural causes
1: yeah natural causes yeah although apparently early scripts had it was questionable whether one of the kids had actually killed her or poisoned right. her or whatever yeah so but then they have to dispose of the body and so basically they're left unsupervised right and um and then it goes a bit then it's a little bit secret of my success where Christina Applegate gets a job at like in a, in a high flying company to earn money and support the family while her mum's away, sort of thing. How long have they gone away for? Well, yeah, I'm not sure. That's that, I'm not that's that, I'm not sure about because I haven't literally seen it since. I'm sure we would have watched it on yeah. BHS. Yeah. So yeah, you would think like have they gone away? Perhaps they've gone on a round of world trip or somewhere. Yeah maybe it's a, i don't really remember the intricacies of it but i think yeah maybe they've gone on like a, a world cruise or something right which is a very bad parenting yes
0: yeah to but, leave them um, with an
1: elderly old lady exactly he's probably like in the 90s or 80s yeah. or something yeah um but um yeah it's quite interesting like um all the i mean i didn't remember who's in here but i mean um but obviously this guy minty discussed it and there was people like um the woman who was in Blade Runner, she was in it. She played like the, the sort of executive, I can't think of her name now. She played Zora in Blade Runner. I watched Blade Runner the other night as well. I can't remember what her name is now. That's really annoying. But anyway, it'll probably come back to me. And lots of sort of people you've seen in stuff. Mm. I think the kid was in, one of the, the younger brother was in the, pop, the first Poltergeist movie. You know, all mm. had little people who'd done other stuff yeah. that you have probably seen them in. But, but obviously I think, Applegate was the, the nominal star of the piece. Yeah. And um, and I remember quite enjoying that. Mm. It mean, probably dated horrendously. Yeah.
0: Not. Your, it wasn't your, your standard sort of, like, you compared it to Home Alone, it wasn't. The, the humour in it was, as I remember, a bit... Quite black, I think. Yeah, I yeah, yeah.
1: And that's probably what he shared a little bit with Don't, um, So I made an Axe Murder Ed, that kind of yes. black, yeah. black comedy. Yeah. Um, apparently it was going to be a, a whole lot darker, but, you know, it was sort of softened for the, you know, to get, to get mass appeal basically. Mm.
2: Um,
1: but yeah, just an interesting, mm. yeah, you know, just an interesting kind of uh, snapshot of the nineties, lots of shoulder pads and, and things like that. And it sort of rem- reminded me of, uh, it sort of kind of rekindled my, that those, you know, for Christian Applegate. game. Hmm. Not that she's an unattractive woman today, but, you know.
0: I was going to say, what,
1: I can't, how's she looking? Yeah, she's looking all right. I mean, I, I guess she's, how was she in, would she have been our age, or a bit younger in, um,
0: maybe a, marriage, bit, maybe a bit younger, a little
1: bit not a lot probably not a lot she? she's probably about the same age as us. I don't yeah. really know how she is but yeah, she's, yeah. Probably. But no, she's she's um she's weathered rather well I mean she has had a lot of health problems um she's had breast cancer and that. Yeah, that's and, right yeah yeah she had a um, mastectomy that one mastectomy I believe
2: hmm.
1: um but you know well good luck so she came through all that and and still you know have, it's got a very vibrant career because yeah. I don't really I think she kind of fell off the Sort of, you know, sort of. I don't remember. I, I was, uh, past, subsequent to, don't tell mom mm. or mum. I don't remember being in an awful lot of stuff after no, that. No, no. Kind of fell off the map a little bit, but mm. not unless you remember it. Anything? Do you remember I don't her being really. in
0: a lot? No, no.
1: So I don't know what. Why did she fall out of favour a little bit? But I tell you what, I did. It was quite striking watching her in clips of this. I'm not going to say mum because it just doesn't sound, don't tell mum. Um it doesn't sound convincing to me saying mum. That she's got a very close resemblance to Juliette Lewis.
2: Uh, think,
1: oh. Apart from the hair colour, Yeah. I, I just. I don't know, maybe it's just me, because I've had a little bit of a thing for her as well, yeah. and Juliette yeah. Lewis. But somebody, I think it's the little nose, she's Got has like got a little button nose and the yeah. eyes are quite like a little, eye little
0: eye pixie nose.
1: Yeah, little pixie nose, yeah. slightly, sort of slightly feral looking eyes. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I, So I wondered why she wasn't casting more stuff. But maybe I'll do a little, um, do a bit of research because she must have done stuff. It's probably just stuff that we haven't seen.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: So I might see if I can dig up some, because that's another thing I've been doing is digging up old, I've been going through um, my sort of movie backhack catalogue and what? sort of reminiscing and i watched the empire strikes back again last okay. night that's a, no that's not a 90s film but
0: i was gonna um, i forgot to mention to you uh, the other day that um on the radio on radio four there was yeah. a, a program like a documentary on there about the making of um i'm, I'm sure it was empire strikes back Really, yeah, it was really good. Like, I'm not a Star Wars fan, really, but it was really interesting, you know. Um, it was done at the time, yeah. It was um, he's this guy spoke to like all the people involved, and there was like loads of really interesting anecdotes about like how they made
1: it, and um. You know things that went wrong and yeah 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 because it was the 40th anniversary wasn't it? that's why it's been yeah oh, right like, right well that,
0: yeah and you know it sounded quite chaotic the actual um
1: production of it well time. that's what um i was what was i watching i didn't hear it. i mean that's the thing you, you heard on radio i wasn't watching was it one of the extras on the dvds i can't it it might have been but i but I mean, I think famously, the film, like you just said there, was, they had a lot of problems with the effects and stuff. Yeah. And the budget did spiral out of control. And I think Lucas had to put a lot of his own money. Well, I mean, he bankrolled the whole thing anyway, I think, but, because um, they, they've, they've, always, they've always said they're the most, because he had autonomy, didn't he, after, after Star Wars was so huge. Hmm. I think he pretty much had autonomy, what he could do, what he could do. Yeah. And by, by what I've heard, you know, about Empire, is that he basically bankrolled the entire yeah. movie so he could keep his hands on the merchandising right. aspects of the films, you yeah. know, the, 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 the spin-offs and the... Because I think there was a bit of battling between Fox and him because Fox bankrolled the first film. You know, they took a chance on him, basically. Hmm. Um, Although of course he'd had success with American Graffiti, <clears throat> but um, so I think they had, they were they were it was a bit of a battle of wits really. They had some leverage against him, and he he wanted basically. It's kind of ironic how he's now become like he's sort of held up as like a his corporate behemoth, hasn't he? Isn't mm. he Lucas? Mm. But he started off being a very independently minded um, director producer, and and he wanted just basically to keep control of his ideas so um the only way he could do that i think was to pay for empire strikes back pretty much out of his own pocket right so he was getting a you know he was feeling the heat when it was going over budget
2: Mm.
1: because he didn't direct it did he irving kirschner directed it
0: yeah that's right yeah that's yeah they spoke to him um no, it's really interesting. It's on BBC. Well, CNN, he was
1: completely it? burnt out, wasn't he? He was burnt out after Star Wars Lucas, by yeah. accounts, Yeah. And he just didn't face directing another one, so that's yeah. why he handed it over to Kirshner. Kirshner was an old... Um, was it UCA where he went to? Hmm. University of California, and he was an old... I think he was a, a like a teacher there. Oh, right. He, he was one of... Because he was quite a lot older than Lucas. Yeah. And I think he was like an, a lecturer, and Lucas basically offered him the the directing job, and he didn't really want it at first. Right. So he was kind of persuaded to, to, to direct it. Mm. But sorry, yeah, that that's that's on Radio 4.
0: Yeah, if you go on BBC Sounds... Yeah, yeah. ...put in Star Wars, you should be able to find it. It's, it's really well worth listening to. How,
1: how long does it last?
0: I think it's... I think
1: it was about an hour. Really? Have you got any other, like, little tidbits that you remembered? Like, um, or, like...
0: yeah, well, I... Um a couple of stories about like because they filmed part of it in Norway or mm-hmm. Iceland or somewhere
2: mm-hmm.
0: this, you know with the uh, with the walkers you know the you'll have to help me because I'm
1: Oh, know. sorry Um, what uh, we talking uh, robots or monsters or no, you know the
0: big or walker was... things
1: oh the, uh, the yeah the AT the attacks
0: yeah those yeah. They, they filmed that in norway obviously they were models yeah but they obviously had to film somewhere where there was snow yes yeah and um yeah it was in i think it was norway and I'm pretty um yeah sure they were saying that um the assistant director i can't remember his name but he was like a i'm pretty sure he was british yeah and well, um, a lot
1: of the crew a lot of crew were weren't they because obviously they yeah. filmed a lot of him in Pinewood as well,
0: but apparently, apparently he um, he never read any scripts of the films that he worked on. <laughs> oh, right. So, you know, he's supposed to know like the running order and like all the scenes, but he never yeah, yeah. he never read the scripts, so he didn't know right. what was going on. And he was trying to um, he got all the extras there, and they're trying to uh, he's trying to tell the extras well
1: a lot of them were like though was it was it norway or were they, were they swedish a lot of a lot of them didn't speak english did yeah they?
0: that's right yeah either norway or like some scandinavian
1: country, yeah, country yeah.
0: and um he was like saying right so this this shot is um uh there's going to be a big monster and it's coming towards you and um all the norwegian or whatever they were extras were like um it's it's not a monster it's um <laughs> It's, uh, it's a, an attack. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, it's a big monster. A big monsters in coming, coming from over there. You look, he you look has at it. The and you, yeah, you're... The, so effectively the actors
1: knew more about the, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the script than he did.
0: Yeah. In the scene. And um, there was another story about um, Harrison Ford. Uh, he had to go there for a scene or something.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And um, the weather was really bad. You know, there was really bad snow, and uh, all the roads were sort of impassable. He had to get on a, a train or something, and the train had been delayed. And um, someone had he he was travelling with someone else, and when they got on the train, whoever it was who was handling Harrison Ford had yeah. given them because uh, it was so cold, um, given them a bottle of vodka for the journey. Yeah. so when they arrived at the, on set they were totally pissed <laughs> and, <laughs> and then he was waiting around like uh, you know he apparently he had he didn't even know why he was there right he didn't know what the scene was
1: so the communication was really
0: quite. yeah boring. yeah. it sounded quite chaotic but um, quite symbolic but also a, a quite an interesting story about um yoda as well yeah like about how it was, how he was created, and um, you know Frank Oz and everything, yeah, how great. he, how he worked um, Yoda, and you know it's it's interesting.
2: Yeah, I think
1: a lot of the, a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. I, I a lot of people say, oh, you know, what's why why do all these? What's the point in these films having all these extras? You know, um, does anyone ever watch extras anyway? But I do find often that the often the making of the film is more interesting than sometimes the film itself yeah not always the case i mean that's you know you obviously hope the film is equally as is good but quite often especially some of the more obscure b-movie stuff the actual how it was made is 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 far more entertaining and and, and uh, interesting than the actual final product
0: yeah i was you know i, I really enjoyed it you know and i'm not a I don't don't claim to be a Star Wars fan, so. No,
1: no, no. But it's just interesting, isn't it? The whole, you know, just the mechanics of making a film. I find that interesting. I guess not everyone would find that interesting, but for me, I find that very interesting. And it's a bit of a shame. um, I know know I've just um, uh, had a go at people who have a go at Disney here, but I I find the newer films, it's all about damage limitation and they don't like talking about problems Mm. so all the extras that you do get the making of they're all kind of like fluff pieces that are all back slapping and yeah. oh, didn't we all get on and everything was great mm. and, and that's a bit boring really I'd rather you know I'd rather know that something went wrong and that's how and this is how we resolved it rather than oh yeah it was really smooth but I guess you now Hollywood now it it doesn't like failure does it so yeah. it, it always has to slap on a happy face and because by all accounts, the last I was film, The Rise of Skywalker had loads of problems and s- script rewrites and, you know, whole scenes being dropped and rewritten right up to the last minute by all accounts.
2: Yeah.
1: And you well, don't get any indication of that in the making of documentaries. No. They're all sort of self congratulatory, you know, kind of, you know, we did it, yee Yeah. It doesn't really make for a very interesting, you know, you want documentaries like, like Bloody. Um, the apocalypse now, one,
0: yes. don't you? Yeah,
1: Hearts <laughs> yeah. That's the benchmark, isn't it, really, of, yeah. of movie making documentaries.
0: That I mean that as a documentary, that's almost as good as the actual film, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: That's it. it's fascinating. Yeah. And the same with like Kubrick Kubrick stuff that I mean he didn't do a lot of I think, documentaries about his stuff. He doesn't really talk about his work a lot, but there's a good shining documentary which is which his wife builds. All right. And that's really interesting. You've got oh, yeah. read throughs with, you know, Nicholson and that and Shelley DeVille. Yeah,
0: I think I've seen
1: bits. Of you that. probably have seen that. You probably have. I think that's on one of the DVDs or the Blu rays. Yeah, with Jack Nicholson. It's pretty, it, might, it might even be on telly. Yeah. No, that's. But that's, that's really interesting because that goes from like very early, you know, beginnings of read throughs and stuff. Yeah.
0: No, it's fascinating stuff. And yeah, if you. I reckon you. You'd really like that as well.
1: That... Yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to give that a go. Yeah. I mean, I'm you know, there's probably still stuff. You think you know it all? There's probably still anecdotes and stories that you that you haven't heard before. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, another thing that's come up that's all on YouTube now is they they've released or re-released on YouTube for free. Um, they did like the back in the day years ago. I remember when these came out just after. I can't remember the exact year, but they did like um, radio adaptations of the of the films. Oh, right. And they're like four hours long. And um, Star Wars is like, it is literally four hours long. Oh, it's, right. And it, it, it's obviously, they, they put in lots of stuff that was taken out because of budgetary mm. reasons and that. Mm. So that's all put back in. Not all of it, but some of it's put back in. And um, actually, Mark Hamill and. Um, Anthony Daniels, they reprise their roles. All oh, right. I don't think it's all the actors from. You know, I don't think Harrison Ford's in it or mm. you know Kevin Fisher. I don't think, but I mean, you know, they, were, they were, I remember them being quite a big deal back in the, probably the early 80s that they came out. Mm. And they're called the, um yeah, they're called the radio plays. I think the BBC has something to do with them as well. There was a connection there with the Beeb.
0: Well, talk, talking I'm, of that, that's yeah. just reminded me of like. Um... <clears throat> Uh, when we were like teenagers i remember you you used to have like lps of um yes yeah the similar sort of thing like condensed story of like i remember raiders of the lost ark
1: you had yes yeah they were they were they they were like um what were they i'm trying to think what they were called they were just like i think they were just called like the story of yeah um collection yeah it was like a a load of them yeah the story of star wars and the story of indiana jones and they're like sort of talking books really That's before, right. yeah, yeah. before talking books were a thing really weren't they yeah. like you say very condensed yeah i mean jesus i remember having them on seven inch singles so they must have been properly condensed <laughs> um they probably ran at 33 and a half so they were slightly longer than a 45 running um for old people out there that uh, vinyl because <laughs> 33 ran slower than 45 didn't they yeah, yeah So i think they were seven inch they were seven inch vinyls that ran 33 and a half rpm so mm. well was rpm wasn't it
2: yeah
1: and um but even so i mean what would you get on one of them 15 minutes per yeah. side yeah. that's yeah. a lot to condense isn't it and, but they did do 12 inch um versions and i've still got i've still got the star wars the empire and the jedi one. All right um, yeah i got rid of a lot of my old yeah the old, the old yeah. ones i think yeah the star effect ones and my I think it was a black hole one I had as well because I was a bit mad on that back in the day when mm. that came out. Yeah, but they're all gone on the skip probably. Yeah, but I did keep the I did keep the Star Wars ones.
0: Quite interesting little little things, aren't
1: they? Oh, they they are little artifacts, little historical artifacts, really. Mm. Well, they were a big thing, weren't they? Because that's that's sort of pre pre sort of VHS, wasn't it? So yeah, that was your only real way of you couldn't actually watch the film, you couldn't buy the film like you can nowadays on disc or whatever, you you had to resort to listening to like a radio adaptation, or like, yeah. a, you know, an audio adaptation of it.
2: Yeah.
1: I remember very early on in the seventies, which I always used to like, um, I, looked, I used to look at it sort of like lovingly and adoringly and with great sort of, because um, I was quite jealous that of people who could afford these sort of things, and you know, it's quite lustful um, want <laughs> that you could that you could buy um like sixteen millimeter film because um, uh, because projectors were a thing, weren't they? Do you remember? Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Well, I never no, that was never in the realm of affordability uh, for myself. Um, but even in they used the adverts in like um, the comic books, like Star Wars Weekly, which was like a comic. That was out back in the seventies. I think came out I think it came out over here just before the film opened, actually over here, because we got the film in seventy eight, didn't we? And
2: mm.
1: um, Christmas seventy seven opened wide in seventy eight, and I think the comic just preceded it. The comic adaptation, the Marvel comic adaptation, and and in that there would always be like adverts for you can buy Star Wars on on you know on cine film, but it was like <laughs> literally it was silent, <laughs> and it was like twelve minutes of the film.
2: My
1: God. a silent black and white black and white, oh, black and white oh. silence about yeah about 12 15 minutes of the film so what the hell was that going to be yeah
2: yeah
1: and so that was your only way of sort of taking the film home if you like God. um i think i think if you wanted sound it was it was more money mm. <laughs> if you want 15 minutes of sound
0: that's Crazy, isn't it?
1: Like, oh, it's inconceivable, isn't it? Inconceivable yeah. today that you, you really had to sort of scrabble for any, um, you know, any sort of merchandise. Yeah. Or...
0: Well, earlier you were talking about um, uh, different formats of like mm. and Betamax and all of that, and you know, and um, you know, today, today's you know youth would just i don't know they wouldn't understand
1: what well, like, yeah. this, that's another um another individual on YouTube i'm going to recommend is uh, I, I remembered his name um because you're talking about old sort of past formats to you know obsolete formats and his his name's tech moan tech moan t-e-c-h-m-o-a-n okay. and it sounds like because Moan's in the words that he's, he's going to moan about stuff, but he doesn't. He's not moaning at all, really. I don't know why he's called himself tech moan. He's quite enthusiastic, but, um, but he's a guy who does, he looks back at old obsolete formats and systems and he'll basically sort of give, give them, give a little overview of what they did and how they worked and how they compare to modern tech. Yeah. And and uh, quite fascinating. I, I I put I was watching some last night, and um, there's something very therapeutic about it. I, like people taking apart stuff. I think we were talking about this the other day.
0: Yes, yeah, we were.
1: weren't we? Like it's it's quite it is quite. I mean, I'm not in. I'm 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 not like, into mechanics. I'm not into cars and engines and like some guys are, I guess, and taking stuff apart. And because I'm fucking useless, to it. if I took something apart, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to get it back together no,
0: again. No. <laughs> I could take it apart but
1: oh yeah take it apart right and then i'll put it back together and i'll be like i've got fucking five screws left where do <laughs> they go so or, or a bit of plastic left
2: yeah
1: so yeah i'm completely hopeless but this guy sort of does that and you know he sort of looks at um yeah you know, he goes he repairs them sometimes if they're if they're not if they're in a state of, of disrepair mm. but he was looking at lazy discs because we were just talking about that weren't we like um and that's another thing I've because you've got so much we've got so much time on our hands at the moment because you know obviously furlough or whatever or just you know not being able to work and we're, we're on the we're in the lock-in and um yeah just um I, i've just been going on ebay and i'm not been buying stuff i've just been looking at like what's out there for sale like laser discs and mm. and old dead formats vhs pre-cert v8 disc boxes when they were like really um, like over here, people who, if they're listening in America to us, um, very early on in, in sort of um, the VHS lifespan in the UK, films have always been classified, you know, like, like there's classification all over the world, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Films have always been classified by a classification board, um, and a sort of a self appointed or government appointed body that you know yeah. certificates movies, but um. Pre, I think it was pre-1984
2: <clears throat>
1: when we had the video recordings act passed in in, uh, in law over here. Um, basically, video, films on video were not classified. Yeah. So you had a real disparity between movies that had to have a, a certificate given to them so that before they could be shown at the cinema. But video, anything went, you could yeah. you could put anything on videotape.
0: It was um, like the Wild West, wasn't it? Yeah. It was the Wild
1: West, Wild it was. West
0: the video nasties and everything. The
1: video nasty thing, and that was all due to, that all came about because of the fact that, um, yeah, movies weren't classified on on VHS hmm. um, for a good, probably a good five years,
2: probably.
1: Yeah. So, so you could get all kinds of stuff, like, you know, Cannibal Ferox and, hmm. All the video nasty stuff that's considered video nasty, all the cannibal movies yeah. and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and yeah, zombie movies, you yeah, Dawn of the Dead and yeah. Flesh Eaters and mm. yeah, all those kind of movies. And and uh, and there's but there's a real marketing um, preset VHS mm. because they're very sought after because a they haven't got the horrible British Board of Film Classification logo slapped all over them, but also they quite often came in big you probably remember these big, big sort of boxes, yes. yeah, the big boxes yeah. with the nice big artwork mm. and you know some of them go for really crazy money yeah
0: yeah they do yeah i've looked myself Yeah.
1: You that's know. interesting isn't it like yeah. what's out there yeah well, I, I remember buying a pre-cert copy of um i think i went up to london i think it was in the virgin megastore i don't know how they got away with it i mean well maybe they could just sell anything in those days but it had a very crudely sort of stuck on uh bbfc um 18 certificate but it wasn't it was just one you could peel off um and that was a big box mad max 2 i think that was the first time i'd ever seen mad max all
0: right um,
1: or the road warrior as it's called in, hmm. in america it's called mad max 2 over here and uh yeah that, uh, i don't know what happened to that i think i might have sold that i think i might have eBayed that years ago i kind of regret it now but there you go um but yeah lots lots of pre-certs not the Evil Dead. That's quite. that Obviously, horror goes for. Um, yeah. Horror is very sought after, mm. and uh, you know, kind of kick sort of retains its value. I think the horror stuff because they're kind of very. Uh, there's a very sort of um, dedicated horror fan base, isn't there? They're very yeah. fanatical.
2: Yeah. About if, their you, horror. if you
0: rewatch some of those so-called video nasties now, they're you
1: know. It's like a time.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, obviously, the fact that the effects are quite crude. I mean, some still have the power. I mean, I still find Texas Chainsaw Massacre is quite a It is quite a sort of, uh, it does get under your skin, doesn't it? No yeah. pun intended. I know he's wearing people's faces and all that stuff.
2: Yeah.
1: But it does kind of get under your skin. It's kind of, it is kind of a bit grubby and you feel like you need a bit of a wash after you've watched it. Yeah. But, but, but a lot of them are, are very dated. Yeah. And some of the acting's very wooden as well. What did I watch not that long ago? I watched um, The Hills Have Eyes, which still, um, that is, that it's still fairly shocking in its, okay. in its... Yeah,
0: I remember the the cover for
1: that with the the bald guy. Yeah, yeah, it was not the Be- Be- Berryman, I think his yeah. name is.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, even, it just, you know, just the covers were more, sometimes more frightening than the,
1: they were thing. very lurid, weren't they? They were very lurid covers. Yeah. And like you say, quite often more shocking than the movie themselves. Yeah. yeah. That was just, a you know, very clever marketing, wasn't it? Because yes. You know, I mean, you can buy books um, with video nasty, you know, cover tape, cover artwork in them. Hmm. They're, they're kind of they're kind of collectible as well. You know, people like looking at the at the cover art because it often was very imaginative. Yeah. Often didn't no. care much relation to the movie. No, um, That's but, like, you know, but
0: good marketing.
1: Oh, brilliant! As a guy, I follow on Facebook, Graham Humphreys. He's a he's a fine artist, and he he does a lot of horror um, poster art. He's worth following. Actually, he's very he's a, you know he's a very obviously you know immensely talented, but he's very interesting. And he he did a lot of um, when films came from America. Um, quite often like the different territories, you know, they'd market the film differently.
2: Mm.
1: So he was quite often the UK horror um, artist they'd go to, to market the movies. And he did a lot of, he did the Nightmare on Elm Street movies over here. Mm. Um, Evil Dead, he did the poster for the pre-cert, you know, videotape over mm. here. Um, he mainly works in horror. He um, <clears throat> You've probably heard of Arrow video. Yes. That exists now. They do a lot of cult and, you know, old school horror stuff. He quite often does. He's quite often commissioned to do art for their uh, for their Blu-ray releases and that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it is it is art in itself. I mean, it, is, it is a work of art. It's not just like schlocky stuff. It's it's proper fine art that mm. just has to be in the horror genre. Yeah. <clears throat> but that's weird. But weird. Weirdly, not weirdly. There's, there's a There's another five degrees of separation, or six degrees of separation, where it is like you're talking about Berryman from The Heels Have Eyes, the bull guy. Um, I had a sale on not long ago, and they they were they were like cleaning a lot of old stock and they were selling stuff like you know half price or whatever. And I thought there was a film that I all I've never been a massive John Hughes fan,
0: no, nor have
1: I. Breakfast Club and all that, Mm. don't know why. Maybe it's because it's you know being a British teenage grown up, didn't really connect with the American sort of California type, you know, all living in mansions and with nannies and, you know. Yeah, all the being rap, rap rap, type. yeah, the backpack stuff, you know, like Ferris Bueller driving his sports car. I mean, that just seemed like too much of a fantasy to be honest with you. Um, but the only, the only one sort of John Hughes film I ever kind of semi-liked was a film called Weird Science. Right oh yeah um, I mean, you mentioning this I, I mentioned it and I thought I thought I was a bit apprehensive about buying it because I'm thinking the last time I saw this film was probably in like the, the 80s and I was very worried that it wouldn't you know because I mean you know it's 20 odd years 30 odd years later mm. I was very worried that it wouldn't stand up. but I mean those those who haven't seen it basically two nerdy guys. One, one. I mean, the plot makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Mm. Um, it, you know, it, it's got sort of nods to Frankenstein and all the rest of it. But um, they basically create a woman out of um, a Barbie doll. I don't know if you remember that. Have you ever seen it?
0: I have, but
1: don't I remember, I remember
0: it. Is, you know, it's got clearly Brock in it.
1: Yeah, that's, that, to be fair, she probably is the most memorable.
2: Yeah,
1: she's like a, she's. I was trying to think. Her acting style is very. Um, mm, interesting yeah she's limited
0: she's not the best is she
1: <laughs> she's like that she's like the 80s version of elizabeth Furley. yeah she, she makes... totally reminds me like you know obviously she's english but like she's yeah it's very wooden sort of performance yeah, really. Stephen seagal didn't she? she did marry Stephen seagal very famously
2: yeah
1: um well, but it's it's kind of famous for having that derriman in it the guy from mad Max 2 who played um one of the He's also the guy in Commander who uh, who gets um, Schwarzenegger impels him with a pole and very famously says, let off some steam, Bennett." I don't know if you remember that. No. Let off some steam, Bennett. <laughs> um, you know, he was you know a semi regular bad guy and stuff. He's a bad guy in it, and um, he has got a very early role for Robert Downey Jr. All right. Who, who looks about fourteen in it. Mm-hmm. It's well, pretty older than that, he was older than that, but so, like I said, it was with great trepid- trepidation that I watched this, and it really has aged very badly. Oh, right, I probably should have left it in, it should have been left in the 80s. As a did it, did it cost you very much? No, no, it's like no. fiber or something, okay. But, um, it's yeah, it's just, I mean, whether it's just I don't know because obviously the sexual politics are slightly dubious because they they effectively are creating like a um, you know like a woman that they can control. She's basically, I mean, the, the, she's not completely submissive. She has got sort of her own mind, but but it is very the yeah the sexual politics are very eighties.
2: Hmm.
1: Uh, you know the girls are like dolly birds and the guys are like frat boy kind of. You know, it's that kind of fat boy humour. Yeah, it's sort of like Porky's and all that. Yeah, kind of like a teeny version of Porkies. Yeah. And it's got a th- totally threadbare plot. I mean, literally there is no, there is no real storyline to it. Again, it's the Again, it's that. It's that. Don't tell mom the babysitter's plot again. It's, and Home Alone again. It's um, the parents have gone on holiday and left the kids alone to
2: yeah.
1: run riot basically. Yeah. So they all have a big party and invite all the all their school chums over, and there's like a riot and you know chaos ensues or whatever. But yeah. yeah, that's very very sort of derivative storyline, and and even the gags aren't particularly funny. No. So maybe but yeah, maybe when you're fourteen, it's a bit more amusing. But
0: yeah, the teen market was quite big then, wasn't it? yeah like, you know. Yeah, it was. And... It, was huge, it was
1: kind of almost. Probably oversaturated, wasn't it? There's loads of theme stuff, wasn't it? Loads of yeah. theme movies. Probably quite thanks to John Hughes, really. Mm. Um, I mean, it's you know, Look, it's well made. It's just it's very thin on you know. It's it, it's someone who had an idea. Oh, what if we? You know, what if these two nerds created a woman out of a Barbie doll? It's not like one of those high concepts where. Yeah. That's that's really they've got that only idea. It's it's only got that idea going for it really, and they've had to build some sort of perfunctory storyline around it, around yeah. the concept. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Never, but Bill, Pat- yes. Bill Patson's in it. He's quite a good value for money. Oh, is he? Yeah, very early role for him. Playing like a grunt, like he basically pretty much got typecasters playing in mm-hmm. the great he, really? He, he, he's basically, uh he's basically Hudson from Aliens before right. he went to space. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's no longer with us, is he?
1: He's... No, sadly not. Sadly not, but I mean, I think a very, again, he ne- probably never quite got the, I, I, I saw like an obituary of him. Um, um, I think that was on, you know, the YouTube or somewhere, but um, he had a lot more sort of in him than he was ever sort of really given a chance to do. Hmm. Um. He was, a, have you ever seen Simple Plan?
0: Yes. Really good. So, film.
1: Yeah, it's really good. He's, he's really good in that. And also one force move. He, he was Yeah, the yeah. that.
2: Yeah.
1: And I think he directed a thing called Frailty, which was like a kind of, I think, I'm not sure Billy Bob Thornton was it. Billy Bob Thornton was definitely in One Force Move. Yes, wasn't it he
0: was, yeah. That's the first yeah. thing I remember seeing Billy I think that's the first thing I
1: remember him in it. was a real,
0: he was really sort of creepy. And... It was really brutal.
1: Yeah, yeah. Doesn't he stick a bag on someone's head and sort of bust up yeah. a table? Yeah, yeah.
0: Some nasty
1: deaths in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. I because mean, that famous. I think the poster was changed over here because it they, they had to take um, they, they, I think they erased the gun that one of the characters is, is holding. Right. So it looks a bit weird. It looks like someone's doing a bit of a break dance, but really they've just been shot. But they couldn't show the gun, so it just looks like someone's striking a pose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a that was an excellent film and a very nuanced performance from um Paxton. Mm
0: yeah quite underrated i think
1: really yeah he definitely <clears throat> you know he was a, a strong character actor mm. maybe just never quite given his dues but frailty he directed frailty. that's that's another bit of a curiosity but it's worth it's a bit like a ghost story it's worth checking out right. if you have a chance mm. I don't know if he's in it now but but i don't think he oh is it you know he might actually be in it as well but he definitely directed it mm. um I think the last thing he did was that film with Cruise. Um, what was it called? Die, repeat. What's that film where he's like he has to relive the same battle every day? Oh. Live, die, repeat. It was rebranded as, wasn't it? But it's not. It wasn't called that initially. Can't remember what it was called. I've got it somewhere. It's on the shelf. But anyway, that's what it was. That was what it was renamed. It was renamed as Live, Die, Repeat. Right. But he was, I think that was one of his, Bill Paxson's, one of his last roles anyway. Again, mm. playing like a military grunt in there. Yeah. So that, that was his yeah. sort of into role, wasn't it, really? Mm. Yeah. yeah it was... So have you, been, have you been delving, what have you been delving into? <clears throat> um, well,
0: earlier on today, I, I was thinking about, um, I'm going to get his name wrong. Can never say it right. Um, Joe Montagnier,
1: is that right? Did he do House of Yes, games. Ains. Not and not he... House of Cards, which I always get it mixed up yeah. that was House of, That was a thing as well. Was it House of Cards?
0: Yeah, House of Games. Like, how,
1: David... House of Games. Is, isn't he? Is he a card shark in that?
0: Yeah, I think he's like a uh, yeah, like a. I think he's like a grifter you know, like a con man. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: that's right. And that's a, a David Mamet.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, Sorry,
2: but, uh, but yeah, David,
0: I, yeah. I, I wanted to re-watch that, but I couldn't find it on Amazon or Netflix or anything. Oh, right. Um, but um, do you remember a film called Homicide with him in it? Yes, yes,
1: that's excellent. Yeah. I, that that wasn't Mamet, was it?
0: Yeah, that's Mamet as well, yeah.
1: I thought
0: it was, thought it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A bit I, of a run, didn't started watching that and, uh, yeah, it's, you know, I... Brilliant, brilliant, Yeah. Is he still
1: going? Is he still about?
0: He is. he is, yeah. Yeah.
1: Did he do mainly TV now?
0: Um, he was in, uh, that, what was that? Criminal Minds? Have you seen that? It's like a, it's, he's playing another,
1: like, FBI. Like, is that a TV series? Yeah. Yes,
0: that's right. I, I thought I'd seen. I, I thought I'd seen him catch to something on TV. Yeah, I've
1: I've not not watched
0: that. I think I've. Wait, it. Is that on Amazon? I don't know what that's on. I mean, oh, it's okay. like on normal television. Yeah. 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 But, um. Yeah. Homicides on Amazon. Um. Yeah. Have
1: you, just, have you been watching
0: that? Yeah. Yeah. That's a. That's kind of. That's
1: kind of police corruption, isn't it? Yeah. There's a lot of dodgy dealing and double dealing, I seem to remember in that. That's
0: right, yeah.
1: I, I've not seen it since we probably watched it back in the 90s, but I do remember it being very good. Has it got a little kind bit of a twist? Um, <clears throat> have, you, have you watched it all yet?
0: No, I haven't. No, I've only right, watched right, about right, 20 right. minutes of it. But it's very good. Um,
1: I think quite often with like, those, I mean, I'm, again, I'm, my memory of it is like House of... Um, games is still is quite vague but I seem to remember like Mamet's film stuff or a lot of it um there was always like a bit of a switcheroo and I don't mean like the M. Night Shyamalan fucking crowbars twist ending but mm. I mean I I seem to remember like with a lot of his characters you thought they you know they started off it seemed like they had the, the upper hand yeah and then they would have the rug sort of pulled underneath them and they'd be yeah. like a you know they'd kind of been they be completely sort of destroyed by the end of the film. Well, a... I seem to remember that in being the case in Homicide. Yeah. But is with... it is, is with, with House of Cards? Is it House of Games? Sorry, let's get it right. Mm. Is it House of Games or House of yeah.
0: Cards? House of Games.
1: House of Games. Isn't that where he gets quite obsessed with a woman?
0: Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember her name. I think she might even be British. She's Julie something Cruz yeah something like that
1: is it julie cruise because she did a lot of, she did a lot of sort of she was quite a big 90s
2: yeah
1: actress wasn't she
2: yeah
1: and well, doesn't he get quite obsessed with her like and then she kind of does a dirty on him i think
0: they're aren't they both sort of doing each yeah, other over
1: that's it they're both common people aren't
0: they yeah
1: yeah he becomes quite obsessed with her doesn't he and yeah it kind of completely sort of he's by the end of it he's like completely destroyed isn't it yeah yeah
0: yeah, he's very good on uh, relationships, isn't he, of between people
1: and. Oh yeah! yeah. I mean, oh god! Totally, <laughs> so acutely written his characters, aren't they? Yeah. He certainly understood the human condition. Yeah. Is it still alive, Mammoth, or did he die?
0: No, I think he's still going.
1: He's still going. Yeah. So yeah. It was Shepherd Sam Shepherd who died, wasn't it? Not that yes. long ago. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. They're of a bit of a similar sort of ill, can't they? Like yeah. writing. Yeah. Well. I the... always thought Mamet. I'm sure, you know, I don't put words in your mouth, but I always thought he was kind of like the American pinto a little bit.
0: Yes, definitely.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like it's, style, like yeah. car kind of.
0: And um, there's, there's like a hidden sort of, the words, you know, are, there's more to it than. Yeah, yeah you're right. In it's, the like, words.
1: It's, like a, it's almost like there's a hidden code, isn't there? Under, yeah. Under the dialogue.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. It, He's very good. I, I used to love sort of David Mamet, you know.
1: They're very methodical. It's almost like a sort of watchmaker's sort of methodicalness, isn't yeah. it, with his
0: Yeah. And because he's a, you know, he's, he's predominantly a, you know, a, a playwright, isn't he? You know, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's his, so uh, a lot of his things are quite stagey.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: On the screen. <clears throat> Like, Glengarry Glen Ross.
1: Yes, yes.
0: You
1: yeah. know. That, 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 I need to watch that again,
0: actually.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure I've got that in any... in any format. That's, but
0: I... that's like an acting masterclass, isn't it? Oh, my
1: yeah. God. I mean, there's no weak... there's no weak performances in that film, is
0: there? No. No, Alec... the, the Alec Baldwin... Uh,
1: oh, my gosh. What um, a... What an amazing scene that is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh.
0: Who's it? Jack Lemmon, he's brilliant in...
1: Yeah, Jack Lemon. that's it, Jack Lemmon, yeah.
0: Yeah, it has got a real, really good cast.
1: Is there Spacey in there as well?
0: Yeah, he is, yeah. That's right.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: And Pacino? Yep,
2: yeah. yeah.
1: Sort of dialling it down, not, you know, sort of actually, you know, doing a very almost reserved performance in there. Yeah, he is, yeah. That's true. Which he was capable of. Yeah. <laughs> used to be.
2: Yeah.
1: But, you've got, like, but having said that, you do need to watch, although it's a completely flamboyant over the top performance in the Irishman, <clears throat> it suits that film. Right. So that's, you need to sort of, you need to watch that. Yeah, really I will good. have to brave it. I'll be in what you think of that, because a lot of people I've spoken to didn't like it. Right. And I, I, I mean, and I really did, I don't, you know. And I went to it quite sort of. Um, I was I went to it ready to sort of not you know dislike it, but just to think, oh, it's just you know Scorsese doing the same old tropes and yeah, you know the whole gangster genre has been done to death, hasn't it really? Mm. So I was ready for it to be quite stale and you know derivative, but I didn't I didn't find that with it. But a lot of people have said, oh, it's really long and self indulgent, but that kind of it's almost like where well, you never watched a Scorsese movie before. Yeah. <laughs> They are all fucking long, aren't they?
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, I know this is particularly long, but um, I kind I kind of knew what I was getting myself in, into. But I actually found the characters really fascinating. Um, I, mean, I know it's based on a true story and stuff, but I mm. I, I found them. I just found it quite these characters. He just kind of bisects them, and yeah, you know, they're just really very very interesting to what their evolution of you know how they grow throughout the mm. film mm. is interesting
0: yeah he's, he's very good at making quite unpleasant people um human
1: yeah well yes yes that's that's i mean that's a really difficult thing to do isn't it yeah. no he definitely does it in the irishman
0: yeah
1: i mean ultimately de niro's character isn't a very nice character you know it's not a nice person Mm. But he does humanize him, and you do kind of you you. There's almost like a pain, you know, that comes that goes with him. You you always start to feel like a bit of you know feel sorry for him, even though he's like a killer, you know, effectively. Mm. But um yeah, that is a very hard thing to pull off. I would have thought.
2: Hmm.
1: He does it with aplomb. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know it's always good to watch. I mean, often bad guys are the most interesting sort of characters to watch, don't they? Yeah. I was famously thinking, like, like, sort so of briefly going back to Empire. Like, I remember being a kid and watching Star Wars at the cinema and, and I I think when I was like seven, I wanted to be Luke Skywalker because he was the hero. And I remember just a few years later, actually I thought actually the hero is a bit boring. I'd rather be Han Solo because he's a bit of a rogue and he's, he's, he's a bit more interesting. You know, yeah. he's, got a few, he's got a few more layers. Luke was just good. He was the goody two-shoes, you know, and Han had a bit more, a few more, you know, he was kind of a bit of an anti-hero, really, and had a, had a few more rough edges. Um, so, yeah, the heroes, quite often in movies, is quite a thankless role, isn't it, really? Because you're, mm. you're just a do-gooder. He's just a do-gooder in the film, and it's actually the villains are the most interesting, you know, like, What's his name in um, Die Hard? And Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman, yeah. Yeah. In Robin Hood, obviously, Prince of Thieves. He was was the best in that film. Hmm. But so, yeah, so that's. Now, what. So, did you say you found that on. um, You found that on Amazon?
0: Amazon, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'll try and, try and finish the rest of that, I think, you know. Um, you think you might hit upon a, a David Mannix? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah revival. I don't, I don't know what drew me back
1: towards that, but, yeah. You do a retrospective. Perhaps mm-hmm. you should do a retrospective. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I was, um, I was listening to, uh, this isn't really talking to with that, but I was watching the news and they were talking about obviously can has been cancelled
2: mm.
1: and um, and what they're gonna do there is gonna be some sort of sort of uh, virtual I mean it won't be the same obviously I mean I don't think any stars are attached to it but they're gonna try and do some kind of festival um, because the market for buying films is still open mm. so there's sort of you know the buying the buying part of it and the distribution part of it will still exist apparently a lot of a lot of deals are done a lot of deals are sealed at can you know people like handshakes and people are taking their because mm. they, they talked they talked to Ken Lynch and he was saying yeah it, it, it's, it will, will affect sort of independent filmmakers more because that's that's like a marketplace for for you know selling your film yeah and, and without that um it's, it's going to be a struggle to get um any recognition for your because he's won a couple of times any Palm Palm your yeah and it you know it comes with a certain amount of kudos doesn't it winning one of those mm. but with parasite that was you know like well obviously won the oscar um this year was that or last year this year wasn't it yeah there was the yeah. in the it wasn't yeah. they? they did manage to squeeze in that didn't they before the lockdown and yeah. um I mean that all all because of its can win really that's what generated the interest in in the film in the first place because it won a Palm D'Or and people took notice of it. Um that um it is it's Korean, isn't it? Parasite, I've seen it, it's a brilliant mm. film. Yeah, it is Korean, isn't it? Yeah, but um, you know, those you know, without that sort of without the attachment to the Palme palm d'Or it might not have got the um the traction that it did get. Mm. And of course, it won an Oscars it cemented it even more. So I mean, it took, I think it took a huge amount of money. It's like something like 250 million worldwide, which is mental for such a sort of low budget movie. It is. Um, you know, that's almost into the blockbuster. We're well, not quite, not, not, not these days probably, but even some basically saying it wouldn't have made that kind of money if it hadn't won those awards, basically. And there's probably <clears> be a lot of films that slip through the, the cracks.
0: Wasn't a, there was a bit of controversy about that, sort of getting the best
1: picture? Oh yeah, because it was a foreign film, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. People said it should have won best foreign film, yeah. but not. Yeah. Film. But then, you know, I guess, well, film's a film, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: They don't say, you know, they haven't got an Oscar for film in the English language, no, have they? No, that's right. It's, it's a bit sort of xenophobic, isn't it, really? It's just it's just a movie. Mm. It probably was just the, you know, Oscar trying to be a more inclusive. Probably it probably was a very cynical move by them. Mm. But even so, it's, you know, it's good for the film, so can't complain. Mm.
0: I wonder what's going to happen about the Oscars. Talking of the Oscars, like, you know, whether that will still as that either. can you go on as it is. You know, it won't be able to.
1: I mean, next what's that? Next year, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I suppose it's
1: a whale. I suppose, it? Yeah, I suppose it's in the realm of it's in the realm of possibility. I suppose yeah. by, by then. Hmm. But yeah. it would be a bit. It be. A, it'd look a bit funny if everyone's walking up with their face masks on. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> and you know, I don't know when they pick the
1: movies, but um, you know. Well, yeah, of course, yeah, picking them. There is like a there is like a window, isn't there? Yeah. So So that that is very, a very good point. Yeah, yeah. that could sort of upturn it a bit, capsize the load. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that film? Sorry, this is just coming to my mind. I'm sort of thinking about Netflix and there's a film about a guy, I can't know, the title's escaped me now. But what's the film with the guy who basically, him and his daughter, I don't think you've seen this, I I can't remember. Tell me if you have seen it. He basically, he, he completely lives off-grid, and he lives in the woods with his daughter.
0: Oh, yeah, I saw that, yeah.
1: Did you see that? See
0: yeah.
1: that? Yes. Ah, you said, did you? Ah, oh, OK. Yeah. When did you see that? Did you rent it
0: out? Uh, it was on oh. Uh, Sky.
1: Oh. Yeah. Is it, it called, cool? <laughs> Leave not leaving that Trace? is
0: it? Something like
1: that, yeah. It is it something like mm. that? Yeah. Was it any good? It is really good, yeah. because oh, it it's, it's coming on Netflix next okay. week. Yeah, it's well. I was worth. quite keen on seeing it because I look quite like the guy, the actor in it.
0: Yeah, no, he's really good in it.
1: Yeah. Right, he's excellent. He's like a,
0: a war veteran and, you know, he's got PTSD. So, right, yeah. You
1: know, he goes and lives in not, the woods. Not
0: PDSA. <clears throat> no, not PDSA. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Private joke
1: there.
0: <laughs> yeah, so he goes and lives in the woods with his daughter.
1: And they, yeah. and they evict him, or try to evict him
0: from the woods, don't they? Yeah, because it's on, you know, it's in a, like a country, you know, park or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, they put him, put them in a house and everything and he can't, you know. He can't deal with it, can he? No, no, and he, he has to, he, he runs off again. because He can't deal with it.
1: Definitely worth watching, though. Yeah,
0: it is definitely worth watching.
1: Good. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of glad that was you know i was because i was thinking about it but i was thinking i'd rather well obviously not spend the money on it so it's quite helpful that mm. it's coming out next week so I, I shall, i shall give that a watch and maybe report back on mm. perhaps we could talk about that as well if we've both yeah, seen it yeah, interested
0: to hear what you think
1: yeah it did it did interest me i like i mean i remember mark komodo raving about it as well yeah which isn't always uh you know, of, of late, it hasn't always been a, a an indication of quality, personally <clears throat> speaking.
0: It's not, you know, it's a very slow.
1: Oh yeah, I don't mind that. You
0: know, um, but yeah, it's and the relationship it's between needed. the husband, the the dad, and the daughter is very good. You know.
1: Yeah, I've heard she's really good at it, and the young the young girl.
2: Yeah.
1: I think at the time it it came out, a lot of people saying that she's sort of marked for, you know, great things. Mm-hmm. I don't know what she's done since. I, was she an actress before? I don't know. I'm not even sure she had, she was an actress. I, I could be wrong about that. I think she might have just been someone they, they you know, auditioned. Who mm. wasn't like, you know, trained actress type. I, but I could be wrong with that. But, um, yeah. But you, yeah, you, you
0: sort of sympathise with him. You know, you can see why that simple existence-
1: Is attractive. Yeah, yeah. I guess in a way it's quite timely as well. I mean I mean not no not mm. obviously came out a while back, but I mean for the way the kind of way we're living now. Yeah. It does feel like a bit of a simpler way of life and yeah. I know it's been self imposed on us all, but I kind of don't want to go back to how it used to no, be. No. You know, even now it was quite nice walking and the roads being pretty much quiet. And now, like even today, traffic is so much more traffic, and it's 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 annoying me now. I'm I'm getting residual rage again. (laughs) (laughs) It's like oh bloody cars on a bloody road.
0: Yeah, I know, and you know, like we both live in small villages, and um, you know, uh, we've got a main road quite near, and you know, in normal circumstances, you hear a lot of traffic, Um, and it's been really like quite special not to have any sort of peripheral noise yeah um, yeah now now it's all come back and it yeah it's it's quite sad really
1: it was nice just hearing the birds when you woke up yeah, you know yeah. and yeah. now you got fucking big lorries trumbling trumbling by and tractors and yeah you know, i know it's got a job to do or whatever but you know yeah. well you, i think you still have the tractors going by but you didn't have the big articulated lorries using no. our little road as a bypass yeah and that's all kind of a shame really. Like, yeah. you know, what I said they? like pollution levels have, have dropped to, you know, unheard of levels. Mm-hmm. And now that's just going to all go up again, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah and they say, like, they want us to sort of cycle more and do all the rest of it. Well, I can't see that happening. No. no. Bad habits that we had prior to the, you know, to the lockdown are just going to reappear, aren't
0: they? Yeah, and, and cars are, like, important for, like, the... Petrol, the oil industry, aren't they? And... Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. they're, they're not going to want to change, are they?
0: No, of course they're not. They don't want people riding
1: bikes, do they? They want. No, no of course not.
0: Filling their cars
1: but up. And we haven't got the infrastructure for electric electric cars yet, so mm. That's still a long way off, isn't it?
0: Yeah.
1: So that utopian dream of you know every every place had a cycle path like you know Holland whatever.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, just... things are going to go back pretty quickly
1: to. The way they were before, I think. Yeah, pre quarantine <clears throat> ways, that's, in a way, that's that's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. Really? yeah. Kind of, I know there's been a lot of hardship by having to stay in, but we, we may actually miss it a little bit when it yeah when it goes back to normal.
2: Yeah.
0: The time you know the time you've had to sort of reconsider things and
1: look back to the past, you know, like yeah, which, we, yeah, which we've been doing, which is kind of a a very it's a it's a, an unusual but i think agreeable it's been a very agreeable phenomenon yeah not um, you know i've looked back at a lot of old stuff that i probably haven't i haven't addressed you know you know like just things that i've forgotten about mm. and you know it's kind of that's kind of kind of a strange uh, sort of positive byproduct of this whole you know pandemic yeah, yeah. really yeah It'd be and I, mean, I don't know what we're doing for time, but um, an hour and a half. So, oh, okay, that's probably good. I was just going to sign off, and <clears throat> I thought it's probably a good time, isn't it? To yeah, quit. I, I was just going to say quickly, did you watch that Peter Sellers documentary? No, I haven't yet. No, right. So, perhaps we, we could talk about because okay, that is very yeah. interesting. Yeah, I'll watch that. And, um, what I didn't realize, um, was the film that um I shared to you, which I I thought it was gonna. Um, I thought it was gonna be viewable. Apparently, you can only view it on is it um, Vimeo or whatever that channel yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Um, Peter Medak's film about film on that. Yeah, that looks. What was it called? The film is a pirate film, wasn't yeah, it? Crazy. Very crazy. Yeah, crazy. Well, obviously, if there's. I mean, it, the, the <laughs> film is famously been shelved, isn't it? It's never been. Mm. I don't think it's ever been shown, right? But obviously, I think it might have been shown like to preview audiences or the cast when it was finished. But
2: Mm.
1: I don't think it was. I don't think it ever had a proper cinema release. Oh right. That I'm aware of. I think Columbia basically shelved it and never released it. Mm. Wow. But what was the documentary called? I can't remember. What was was it called? Was it Remembering Peterson? It wasn't called that, was it? I can't remember. I remember. I can't remember what it's. Called. Can't remember. We can't remember if it was called Remembering <laughs> Peter. Remember. There's an irony. But anyway, I, you know, apparently, I think it had its. I think you, could, you can rent it on the Neo or what the hell that's that right. channel is called. But it's something like seventeen pounds. Oh, right. know, no, pretty expensive. I was I was hoping maybe it'd get a DVD release because it was made years ago. Apparently. Oh right. Because that thing I shared you the um, the website. I thought it was like a recent thing, but no, it um it was it was uh, made in twenty eighteen, I think, or something. So oh, why it's God. been why it been settled for so long, I don't know. Mm. Um,
2: unless
1: it's unless it's rights issues and stuff, I don't know.
2: Mm.
1: Um, you know, using clips from the film and, and that. Yeah. It, it sounded really fascinating. Mm. because yeah. it had a sort of who's who of British comedians, in it? Like Milligan and Obviously, sellers of, so headlining it all.
2: Yeah.
1: It? But I remember um, I read that because uh, I think it was a Guardian interview with Peter Medak, and apparently he just split up with I can't remember who he, one of his wives uh, on the day before he came to the set. Oh right. So he was really depressed, like all the all through it. Right. And he just didn't want to do. He just didn't want to be there, basically. Yeah. And and it started off like that, and then it just got worse. I think there were storms and stuff that destroyed the sets, oh. and yeah, you know, the usual, the, te- yeah, the Terry yeah. Gilliam type stories, basically. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Ah. Um. But it well, sounds really fascinating. I have to keep an eye out for it. Yeah, keep an eye out for yeah. it. But um. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I'm I'm kind of done, but I don't know if there's yeah. any.
0: No, I think I'm pretty much done at the moment.
1: Well, I'm... maybe maybe next time for the next one. If you finish Homicide. Yeah. And then we'll. Um, if you watch that Peter Sellers documentary, the BBC one that's oh, on iPlayer. Okay. Because that was interesting.
2: Hmm. Um. Yeah.
1: So I, 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 I mean, I'm not going to go on and on about it because we are going to wrap up. But it's a little bit more insight. Inco- I'm quite fascinated. I think we've discussed this in one of our earlier um, spots. But Lynn Frederick. Lynn Fredericks. I'm quite fascinated. Yeah, by you that. are, aren't you? I am. I don't know what it is. You've got a bit of a I'm thing for fascinated her. by her character, and i yeah. Um. There's a, there was a lot more in that. I mean, there wasn't a great deal more, but there was a lot more in that BBC documentary mm. about her than I've, so I'd ever seen on, you know, spoken about mm. before. Because she seems like a bit of an enigma, right? And I think that's probably why I'm so interested in her because she just seems very. There is there doesn't seem to be a lot about her,
2: mm.
1: written or you know, um, so that kind of you know because you know a lot of movie stars there's tons of yeah. You know articles written on them, and you kind of almost you feel like you know them almost. And she seems like a real enigma and a real kind of because she didn't really want to be an actress. Mm.
2: But she you just, would, you would
0: think, them. by association with being Peter Sellers' wife, she, she would get, you know, there would be stuff about her because of
1: that. Yeah,
2: well, yeah exactly, exactly,
1: mm. I exactly. Mean, well, I've read a few, a few, you know, negative paragraphs about her. Mm. Um, but I, you know, but her herself, is very little yeah. information on, and mm. I find that quite intriguing. Yeah, it's almost yeah. like it's almost like a detective, like trying to. Mm. I think that's why I'm quite fascinated by her, mm. and and I did see her in um, she's in a Space 1999 episode.
0: Oh yeah, I remember you saying yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: she did a lot of TV work and 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 uh, she did a few movies, but um, yeah, I just find her really intriguing mm. and um. Well, yeah. if yeah. I about um, a biopic, I would do it about her because I, you know, I just find that, mm. I just, I think I find people who don't thrust into fame more interesting than people who've always wanted it, you know, because yeah. Yeah. they're driven, aren't they? They're driven to, to do it and it's, a, it's like a desire. That's right. And then, and then you've got someone who never really intended to, she just happened to be in the right place or <clears> the wrong place, depending on <throat> how you look at it, at, the, at yeah. the right or wrong time. And looked right. Probably at the it looks white, like, yeah, because that, that's effectively why she she got cast in the first place because she was very attractive, mm. and she never acted she never acted, and she had to learn how to act because you know she was I think she was a hit. My understanding is she was the daughter of one of the on set hairdressers.
2: Oh, wow, okay.
1: That, that, that just came to the set one day when mm. she was very young. You know, she was like 4, 13 or fourteen, right. And some producer went, "Oh, your daughter's really attractive. She should be. She should be a model, or mm-hmm. you know, has she ever done any acting?"
2: Mm.
1: And Pat accounts, she always wanted to. She thought she was going to be a vet or something.
2: All
1: oh, right. So I had no intention of you know ever getting into the industry, mm. but she began yeah. to be photographed, and then I think she, you know, she was like magazines used her pictures, mm. you know, like teeny magazines of the of the of the time of the early 70s and then yeah she started getting film roles but very yeah just very bizarre mm. um anyway well we'll end on that note okay hopefully that will intrigue people enough to tune in next time
0: yeah well i hope that <clears throat> that hasn't uh, exacerbated your residual rage and your no i feel quite
1: calm now yeah oh good good yeah no i'm, I'm not i'm not all all, all roided up or raged up <laughs>
0: And I hope like any of our listeners, you know, won't
1: suffer. Uh, any of our eight listeners. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: If they haven't fallen asleep by now, I hope they hope they enjoyed that, yeah. that spot.
0: Yeah. Well, I did for one. So
1: Yes. Yeah. I guess that's the main thing, isn't it, that yeah. we enjoy it. Yeah. It's a very selfish kind of uh It is. We're we're navel gazing. <laughs> yeah, let's just talk about us. Yeah. for two hours. Yeah. Yeah, he's a bit self-indulgent isn't it yeah but... Really. but that's the nature of the beast i guess it is and, well, um, but hopefully some people get little nuggets of interest in our in yeah, our you know in yeah, our yeah. ramblings they might go and watch something that we've mentioned or yeah
2: hopefully yeah, yeah go and watch
1: some obscure movies yeah. and you know look up lynn fredericks on the internet and see what she's been in and you know i will talk about phase four at some point the uh, the revenge of nature mm. uh, Killer Ant movie that she's in. All oh, right. Um, okay. I haven't watched it yet. It's the the, the Blu-ray's sitting on my on in my shelf on my shelf, and oh. I'm you know I'm just I'm waiting for the right time. Yeah. Me to be in the right frame of mind to do. watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when we've got there's a lot of in, in with with a you know temperature warming up. We've got a lot of insects.
0: That's right. Yeah, snapping
1: around at the moment. I think I've got some. I've got something. I think building a nest, like a wasp nest somewhere. I can hear it at night tapping on like, like through the walls.
0: All oh, right. Maybe maybe not watch it tonight then.
1: I'm yeah. gonna say it might give me nightmares. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's just just a little bit too close for comfort yeah. at the moment. So I will have to sort of yeah wait for the right time to watch that. But anyway, I just want to I sign off. Okay, Actually starting off, thanks everyone. You know, thanks to you, you eight people out there, yeah, for listening. We, if you do like it and you think uh, your friends, your neighbors, or even your enemies, if you think your enemies might like <laughs> it, um, please do share it and you know, yeah, recommend
0: Any, us. anyone you know with residual rage, you know, yeah,
1: uh, yeah. we can we help. You. To, we could like a help group, we could yeah. be like a self help group, and we if you yeah. want to talk to us about your, your residual rage, we're here to help. <laughs> 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 So right. maybe yeah, maybe I'll maybe we'll discuss more about toxic fandom at a later day because yeah. I kind of I kind of you know I wanted to build up to that I kind of you know I I sort of danced around the subject a little bit and you know but maybe a, a bit more it perhaps it warrants a little bit more in-depth analysis
2: yeah
1: I skirted over it but you know but I, I do find it's quite interesting it seems a very modern phenomenon at the moment like lots of very you know pr- predominantly you know, I'm sure, I'm, I'm probably, I'm generalising here, but it does seem to be predominantly white, sort of middle-class, angry people. Yeah. Male, do I say male? White, middle-class, yeah. male, angry people, Um, shouting about Disney.
0: They, they need, they need to be helped. They should be listening to, to us, and we can talk, yeah, well, we can talk it through.
1: We're talking it through, we're, we're more reasonable. Come on, let's, yeah, yeah. that's let's, let's, let's increase the positivity and you know just decrease the negativity that's
0: right yeah all
1: right (laughs) okay on that note i should say fairly well
0: okay then ash